T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And just because he's human, he doesn't like a pistol to his head. He wants no servant under him and no boss overhead. So left two, three, so left two, three, <laughs> to the work that we must do. What is this, March Dave? Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wig Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our episodes there. Uh, and this is the Song of the United Workers Front. Uh, it's their theme song, so I guess it's appropriate. Make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. The Song of the United Workers Front from the Eastern Bloc Soviet Union. It's appropriate. Tomorrow is Labor Day and uh, working its way through Congress is the PRO-ACT legislation, more accurately called the Pro-Union Boss Bill, which has passed the House and is supported by President Biden and is currently pending in the U.S. Senate. Big Labor's top legislative priority would hand union officials unprecedented new government-granted power over workers. Joining us now to talk about how dangerous this legislation really is is Mark Mix, he is president of the National Right to Work Committee, which is a 2.8 million member public policy organization. He also serves as president of the National Right to Work Legal Defense Fund Foundation. Mark, thank you for joining us this evening. Hey, John, for the opportunity to chat with you about this. This oh. is an important piece of legislation. No, absolutely. It's, it's our pleasure to have you on. And last week, actually, we had uh, Tim Phillips from Americans for Prosperity on, and we talked a little bit about the PRO Act, but... This thing, it would essentially wipe out all 27 states that have right-to-work laws, including the one here in Kansas, and would force millions of additional private sector workers to pay you know, union dues. I, it's, I don't think people realize 
how much of a basically a kickback to to unions this thing is. It's really devastating. It would be terrible for folks who live in right to work states, wouldn't it? Absolutely, John. It it would first and foremost wipe out all 27 right to work laws across the country. And those laws are really simple. They just say that it's your choice whether or not to join or financially support a labor union. Um, It's that simple. And Kansas has been a right to work state since 1958. And uh, it hasn't stopped anyone from joining a union. It's protected the individual rights of of workers that want to exercise their rights under Kansas's right to work law. But here we have a bill that passed the House of Representatives with no testimony, no committee hearings. <laughs> it's now pending in the U.S. Senate. And the president has said he's eager to have it on his desk and sign it and, and impose forced unionism across the entire country once again. You know, and don't get me wrong. I think there was a time back in the day, many years ago, when I think unions definitely served uh, a useful purpose. I think they were they were necessary because there was a time when I think workers were taken advantage of. But I think now it's gone the other way. I, now, at least from what I've seen, they it's the unions are just self propagating. They're there to serve themselves. They represent themselves. And I know, like in Kansas politics, they're the most powerful lobby organization in Topeka politics, for sure, without a doubt. The the KNEA, the teachers union, hands down has the most power and authority in that building. And stuff like that. I mean, this bill would impose unionization on workers. It does things like card check, which allows you know union officials to gain power in workplaces without secret ballot voting. I mean, it's just... It, it's all basically allowing intimidation. Isn't that what that does? Yeah, that's right, John. And if you look at all of the elements, and there are several more elements of the bill that do one thing, and it's pretty clear what it's designed to do, and it's designed to give union officials more power over American workers. It's not about empowering workers. I mean, the so-called PRO Act is an acronym for the protecting the right to organize, and there is... N- there's no impingement on the right to organize in America. I mean, union officials will say that, oh, yeah, workers can't organize, but the law protects your right to organize. And to your point about the need for unions, I mean, obviously, people agree that back in the day there was a time for unions. Yeah. I believe that there is, there is, there was a time for unions, there is a time for unions, and there will be a time for unions. And nothing in this bill basically enhances the workers' rights. It enhances union officials' rights. And, you know, if workers want to join together voluntarily to amplify their voice— then they have the right to do that now. Um, but, you know, this is about empowering union officials, not America's workers. Now, one of the things that has always frustrated me, and, I, you know, we've got Wichita is the aircraft capital of the world. We've got tons of union and non-union workers here in Wichita. But I've got buddies that work at its Spirit, for example. And one of the things that frustrate them, they're hardcore conservatives, and yet their union donates part of their union dues to liberal Democrats, and it bothers them that their union dues are going to support Democrats. And that's one of the things that, you know, this bill, you have no control over that. Teachers have the same way. Teacher unions that are going to foster liberal teacher union, teacher Democrats, this thing would you have no control over how your dues are spent, right? Yeah, that's right. If you uh, if you decide to be a union member and they collect dues from you, those that dues money is used for political causes and ideological causes that you may disagree with. That's why the right to work law is so important because it holds union officials accountable for that type of behavior. If you find out your union supporting ideas and causes 
that you don't support, you can get out of that financial support. So it, it's a check, if you will, on the type of activity that you're speaking of. Unfortunately, in 23 states across the country for private sector workers, that dilemma is something that workers face every day. They have, on one hand, they try to protect their workplace rights by being allowed to vote on the contract on which they labor under to vote in union elections, or on the other hand, to protect their political and ideological rights. And no worker should have to make that choice. It's just not right. In the 27 states that have right to work laws, you can hold your union official accountable. And that's what basically volunteerism does in the union movement. And, you know, union officials want nothing to do with that. And the the Democrat politicians don't either, because this is a pretty good honeypot of (laughs) political contribution. Oh, trust me. I know I was an elected official and, and I guarantee you the unions weren't donating to my campaign. We're talking with Mark Mix, president of the National Right to Work Committee. Another thing that this PRO Act uh, does is it grants union bosses the power to impose, you know, quote unquote, representation on freelance workers, folks like, you know, rideshare drivers, that kind of stuff, forcing those folks. I mean, Uber drivers, why do they have to unionize? That's the most asinine thing I've heard. Yeah, well, that's part of it. They want to they want to do away with the independent contractor, because guess what, John, you can't unionize independent contractors. They have to be employees in order to be unionized. And so Uber and Lyft and those drivers that actually turn their machines on when they want to work and turn them off when they don't, they're going to be designated as employees and they're going to be unionized. And there's already bills in California and Washington and Oregon that are designed to do just that. And so this is a really new frontier for organized labor to basically take over the gig economy. And, you know, they tried to do that in California with the so-called AB5 legislation that passed And it was so bad, it put so many people out of work that they reformed it in Prop 22 in the last elections in 2020. And the people of California, the people of California overturned many of the provisions of the AB5 uh, legislation. But that original language is in this so-called PRO Act, and it will do away with that kind of gig economy that's a growing part of the American workplace. You know, Mark, we talked about how much unions play, the the role they play in politics. Uh, I read... In some of the information that you sent me, uh, how much unions are using their power to influence elections, union officials, their own filings show that in the 2020 election cycle, they spent uh, $1.4 billion from dues-funded unions' uh, treasuries in that election cycle. Is that right? Uh, $1.4 billion? That seems like just an ungodly amount of money in an election cycle. Yeah, well, you know, politics is expensive and, and uh, political contributions are the mother milk of mother's milk of elections. And, you know, because their power is derived from government action, they have to play politics. I mean, they literally can't afford to let an election cycle go by where someone may come in and say, why are we giving this private organization the type of power we're giving them, whether it be at the state level, at the county level, at the school board level or at the federal level? And so they have to play politics. And they play politics in a very big way. I mean, that $1.4 billion is literally just the tip of the iceberg, John. You can, you can get to $2 billion very quickly when you start to look at some of the other things that union officials brag about doing in politics. And they are probably the biggest player when it comes to political money. Now, are they the biggest winner in politics? Well, not necessarily. They're candidates that they endorse. Um, you know, they have kind of a, 
a spotty track record. I mean, look at the Democrat nomination for president. They uh, they they picked the wrong horse in the last several elections, but they're always on board when the nominee gets decided and they spend lots of money to keep someone who's friendly to force unionism in the White House. And they've done they did that very well in this last election cycle. Yeah, I just I, you think about it. That's Joe Lunchpail money. That's a lot of money that could be spent helping folks that need it. And that just seems like a lot of money that really should be staying in in, in workers' pockets, in my opinion. But, Mark, thank you again for joining us this evening. If folks want more information on the National Right to Work Committee, they can visit nrtw.org, or they can find you on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter. They can find you at Right to Work on Twitter, correct? I think that's right, John. I'm not a, I'm not a tweeter Twitter, but uh, <laughs> someone does that, and I think that sounds right to me. All right, brother. Well, thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. We appreciate you. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Have a great week. We'll be taking your calls at 845. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll talk with RNC national spokesperson Paris Denard about how could it possibly be that Joe Biden thinks what happened in Afghanistan was an extraordinary success? You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.